from the headquarters of All Things Comedy in Hollywood, California, it's time for another edition of the Long Shot Podcast. And now, please welcome the host of the Long Shot Podcast, Sean Conroy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good night. Welcome to The Long Shot. It is a podcast to which you are listening with me today on the podcast. Today, of course, being 4-20-2015. We'll get to that in just a few moments. But with me today on the show, as always, Amber Kenny and Jamie Flam. Good evening. Great to be here. Another Another episode on a very special day. Indeed. Indeed. So... We always start the show with a segment we like to call Checking In. Let's start today with Jamie. <laughs> great. Um, it's been a week. What does that mean? Not a, a great week start. of what? <laughs> yeah. It's been a week since we last checked in. There's a sky. The universe exists. That is. Oh, it's been a week true. since we checked in. I That's see That's correct. Now. Yes. Um, An and eventful, fruitful week? I would say, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah. You um, have less hair on your face. That's true. I shaved for the first time in about three and a half years. What about your balls? Uh, oh, smooth as a fucking... As what? Chameleon. <laughs> Chameleon's actually surprisingly is... see, I would very say smooth. You can't see them, just like a chameleon. That's what I would say, more mm-hmm. like you would use the chameleon for. But so what? Go on. So, I mean, the story I would tell, um, if given the choice of telling whatever story I like... Which and, you have been right. given. Yes, great. That hypothetical has come true. Um, would that you would tell that story. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I've talked about it, I think, last week. You know, Paul McCartney, oh. you know, my biggest idol ever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's been coming to he's the an improv. an ongoing theme about Paul McCartney on the show. I know. Show. He, well, so in the last six months, um, he's been at the improv twice. Is he twice. starting stand-up? What's going on? Um, he's not starting stand-up. Imagine you see Paul McCartney at an open mic. <laughs> His maturity is so relatable. <laughs> why don't girls like me? <laughs> How come I have no girlfriend? Bitches and hoes. Oh, God. <laughs> I haven't been to an open mic in a long time, but I'm guessing they're still like that. Oh, yeah, Paul McCartney much. talking about internet porn would be <laughs> terrifying. You guys ever play Arkham Asylum? <laughs> <laughs> is internet porn like the big open mic trope now? I don't know. It was for a while. Where it's just, I don't know. I understand that I'm a girl, but I'm like, hey, gross guys, I don't want to picture you <laughs> masturbating constantly. Yeah, no, enough. it's you're right. Masturbation, video games. Oh, but heaven forbid I books. I tell one period joke, everyone mm-hmm. skeeved out. But I'm like, oh, but I could hear details of you coming. Cool. Oh, I thought you I thought you were saying like, <laughs> heaven forbid I tell Are one joke. Using period. the c word on stage. Come. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that took me too long to count. Different c word from what people call the c word. So go ahead, Jamie. Um, and so he was back in again two weeks ago. And uh, Jamie, my lad, what do you say we get together? <laughs> now he's Irish. <laughs> I don't know who that was. And Jamie, man, it's Pop me, Paul McCartney. <laughs> now he's you want to go down to where I come from, down in Liverpool? We'll go to Jamaican. Liverpool. We'll smoke some ganja. Paul McCartney was actually called the chameleon um, because when they were on the road, wherever he was, he would take on the uh, attributes of their... Is that Culture. true? Yeah. 64 to 66. And then after, he, well, right before Sgt. Pepper, that kind of went away. He got more into Buddhism. 
Anyway. That's cool. I... So, two weeks ago, Pomegranate came back in, and I found out when I was scrolling through my Instagram and Facebook. You missed like, it. I missed it. No one texted me. Where the hell is Jamie, Mark? <laughs> That's who I come to see. Um, Traveling the globe. So, this, so, a week later, I did leave again early, last Wednesday night, and I got home. I've been watching Bloodline. Anyone? Bloodline? Bloodline? My Bloodline? roommate is. And Whoa. she's like, no one's watching this except me. I think so. <laughs> By the way... I came in tonight, and Jamie's like, how's it going? And I said, well, there's this thing, and there's this thing. Like, two things about what are going on with me. And he's like, and are you watching Bloodline? Like, no interest in my answer. <laughs> I was absolutely... And then I said... I was going to say this no matter what you said. I, I, yeah, I called him out, and I go, I go, you don't care what I... You had no I interest in what I was going to say. And then he said no, and then he repeated back to me what I had said and got it completely wrong. Not completely wrong. Yes. you. you the got main it. bullet points were hit. <laughs> Believe what you need to believe. No, I cared about every word you were so saying. So tell us about Bloodline. <laughs> so Bloodline no, is about a family who, on paper, everything it's is going pretty Friday good. It's the Friday Night Lights guy, right? I have no idea. I didn't yes, see Friday Night Lights. <laughs> Which one? Um, Coach Taylor? Uh-huh. I like him. Yeah, me too. He's charming. Very much. What are you going to do? Very he's handsome. The dark hair fellow? Mm-hmm. Okay. He's, um, he's pretty good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's so a family. Um, they're in the uh, Florida off, um, <laughs> You're really going to give us the plot of a show we're and, not watching. <laughs> you know, you think you know everything about them, but there are some secrets, and they're going to start coming out. Is there some money involved? There's certainly some money involved. Okay, so you're home watching Blood. I, I know where the story is going. You're home watching Bloodline. Somebody texts you, and they say, Paul McCartney is in the club, and he just said, Hey, man, don't tell me James is not <laughs> yeah. here again. Well, I just, can't believe it. <laughs> they use the Jamaican Paul McCartney um, emoticon. Would, yeah. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I come all the way from Liverpool. <laughs> Don't tell me he's not here again. I'll be very angry, man. And Does so that's he the story. still live in Liverpool? <laughs> I've, I'm, I commute almost every day. <laughs> so I met him, and he sounded like that. And after 15 minutes, I was like, "That's a lot of hype. This guy is crazy." Okay. So back to just please watch your hands on the table. You're right. You're right. That's going to go down. The pen's going down. So um, I get four texts because, like, the week before, like, in whatever form of me yelling at people exists, which is a weird way of saying anything, the last few words that came out of my mouth, um, um, I got these four texts. Am I out of my brain right now? A little bit. Yes. You're also continuing to bang on the table. I literally (laughs) feel like you need to sit on your hands. That helped Well, I think it's a fun fact, and this might be the good point um, to, to mention it. On the way out of work, I ate something that had um, weed in it. Not a lot, like a little piece of it. And so I, I've been fine. And then in the last 20 minutes. Oh, tonight? Yes. Uh, I wasn't going to mention it. I thought, I thought that I was, was the Paul McCartney it. night. No, no. This was uh, about an hour and a half ago. Jamie, want to have some weed with me? No, thanks, Paul. I'm just going to admire you. I got to go to my podcast. Um, but the fact that you ate weed doesn't mean I'm not going to repeat, please sit on your hands. That's fine. <laughs> that interrupted your thought process. <laughs> no, that actually, they calmed everything down. So, so they tell you Paul McCartney's in the club. So I um, throw my Jamie, I'm on. in the club, man. <laughs> I'm not going to find a way to get out of that <laughs> character. Um, you throw your shoes on. I that sounds like a magical thing. It's pretty cool. It's uh, really it takes a lot of um, coordination. <laughs> More than anything. Um, Jamie, 
Thank you, Amber. <laughs> Jamie just started to lift one of his hands, and Amber motioned him to put it back down. And he did. I am in a fucking cartoon right now. It's crazy. <laughs> By the way, I just noticed that the note card I bring, green. It was just like, yeah. Holy Get the fuck <laughs> out Dude, of here. It's fucking... It's that day, bro. Imagine if it was blue. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. I thought you were just being amazed by colors. No, I mean, I am amazed by colors as well. <laughs> so mean, what happened, cool. Jamie? You threw your shoes on. Uh, put some pants on. Put my pants on, which I always forget. Turned off bloodline. Pants first. Uh, yeah, press pause on bloodline. <laughs> pause, not stop. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> staying. I'll do a drive-by with Paul McCartney, but I'm not going to hang out. Oh, I think it's an interesting uh, diversion to talk about the you know the pause versus the stop. Mm-hmm. It's just something I've never really thought about. Pause well, really is stop now. Yeah, people don't really stop anymore. You just pause and then you shut off Netflix or whatever. And we've taken that for granted. That stop is uh, it's gone. It's also crazy that you could just turn off the machine without hitting pause. And when you turn it back on, it'll be at the exact spot that you turned it off. Right. We live in a magical time. What a fucking world. <laughs> what a world. So. That's like that Beatles song, What a Wonderful World. I love that song. Uh, so I, I race down to the improv. Mm-hmm. I get there. There's kind of a little bit of a buzz. You know, people know Paul's in the building. Um, and I don't know what to do. He's, so he's sitting in the back row of the improv. I kind of pop in the showroom, you know, checked him out from the from the side. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like that phraseology. <laughs> I don't either. Um, Considered whether you should ask him to come home with you and watch Bloodline? Checked out as a weird. Yeah. Um, looked at him. Also kind of weird. I mean. He's a human being. You saw out. that he was there. Yeah. I saw that you he was there. You were scoping. Uh, whatever. No matter what you say, it's going to sound terrible. But it's important to note, you know, like, you know, you have to see him. You spotted him without interacting with him. Right. At this point. Exactly. In the story. Yes. Was he? Who was he watching? Was he watching a comedian? Mm-hmm. Was he watching closely? Was he laughing? Not a lot of laughing. Mm-hmm. Does he go for like a specific comedian or does he just like comedy in general? No, I guess it's been random. He knows, I guess like Wednesday nights because they're one of our bigger nights. Maybe celebrities hear about that as a spot to go to. Mm-hmm. So he came the last two Wednesdays. So then I was like, now what do I do? So I. By the um, way, he did the Nerdist podcast recently. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Hard work, man. Anyway. I, um, so the next move was to hang out. This is, it's going to sound even more creepy. Hang out near the bathroom because, uh, <laughs> yeah. do our, uh I was like, there's no way it is. And then I was like, oh, yeah. That is. <laughs> if I hang out here, here's the thing. If I hang out here, I can follow him and stand next to the urinal and get a quick glimpse of that McCartney's <laughs> dick. I can't believe this. Um, did you see McCartney's Paul? <laughs> The week before. I hate it and I love it. <laughs> the week before, he had snapped a bunch of photos with people in the bathroom. So, like. <laughs> not by choice. I'm by quitting the, way. the podcast. It wasn't like, hey, everybody, just so you know, I'll be in the bathroom if you want a picture. You guys should get photo up in the bathroom. <laughs> so, yeah, this is weird. So, I'm um, hanging out by the bathroom in the hopes that he'll go back. And there'll be an opportunity. Like, there's a, a place to hang out. There's, like, chairs. He's, it's he's like, Paul McCartney, but he's still <laughs> a human being. He's got to use the bathroom at some point. Exactly. And that's what I sounded like when I said that out loud. Um, so, finally. Yes. 
I'm roaming around the club. Mm. He got, does go to the bathroom. One or two. <laughs> a little from column A, a little from column B. <laughs> and uh, but I was no no longer hovering in that area. Now there's like a ton of other people there. I was in another area. I heard the place to go to see Paul McCartney's <laughs> in the bathroom. Oh, here's the guys. Let's go head up the bathroom and see if Paul McCartney's in there. That literally was probably happening. What a nightmare to be Paul McCartney. I'm just trying to take a piece, y'all. Can't you let me take a piece in peace? Please, leave me in peace. I forgot to mention, while I'm waiting in the bathroom, Judd Apatow, who's on the show. Oh, damn. If you had said Ringo Starr, I would have been like, get the fuck out of here. But Judd Apatow pops back there, and we tell him, a lot of popping going on in the club. You're popping in here. He's popping over there. Such is the night of the club. Uh, now Apatow is there, and I, I tell him that Paul McCartney's in the showroom, and now he's freaking Go out. Go in the bathroom, Judd. Go in the bathroom. <laughs> the most surreal thing is like Judd Apatow geeking out, and I, for like that five minutes that we were just hanging out right there, just waiting for him. I picture you guys holding hands and jumping up. There and was down. like some measure of like excitement, like yeah. But that moment. Let's go in and see his day. Um. It was like Apatel, like I felt like a peer with him. Clearly I'm not, but like in that moment Close. McCartney was at such a high level that we were like on the same level just geeking out. I thought that was a cool moment. Um So now Paul goes to the bathroom. I'm nowhere near Again, this, this is the second time. <laughs> no, the first time. Okay. Going back to the first time. Mm-hmm. Um he comes out and you know, people are taking pictures, including Apatel. When I saw Apatel, I, I was like I felt comfortable just like just going past everyone, like I'm just gonna get a picture. I kind of was like, I need a picture. Mm-hmm. And then I got a picture, but I didn't meet him. So it was kind of like I felt like I was... How does that work? Just like a bunch of people were kind of randomly taking pictures. My buddy Mike was taking You were taking photos. pictures of him, not with him. No, with him. I don't understand how that happens. <laughs> I guess, you know, one person goes up and... Stands next to him? There, there was a, a there was no interaction at all? You just kind of moved towards him and then... And well, my buddy Mike was taking the pictures. and He was like, hey, Jamie, get in this one. I That's get it. I, I did that it. when I met Mitch Hedberg. I don't get it. I just freaked out and I couldn't talk to him. So I just I could probably explain it in much Mitch better Hedberg way was like, what's your problem, girl? <laughs> <laughs> um, so then, and I'm almost done with this. I um, Did you get a picture with Judd Apatow? No. Pics or it didn't happen? Um, yeah. No response to that. Shocker. I made it up. I made it up. Go ahead. So what happened? I go back in the showroom. Now Paul's back sitting in the back row. And I'm behind the sound booth. And the sound guy's like, you should ask him if he wants to go up and do a song or something. And I was like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. It's Paul, Paul McCartney. It's right. fucking Paul McCartney. I was like, you, you got to say something. I was like, no, no, If no. your name's Paul McCartney, please stand <laughs> up. <laughs> and um, But he finally convinced me. He's like, this is maybe my last opportunity. Go ask him to do Where Have You Gone, Joe DiMaggio. That's, That's not, like one of the biggest Beatles songs. It's actually a stone, buddy. Mm. Um, buddy. <laughs> sorry, it got weird. Um, but he convinced me, like, this is my one opportunity. I got to fucking buddy, something Buddy funny. convinced you. You're talking to Buddy. Now you're just trying to confuse things. Nope. Go ahead. The sound guy. Sound guy. I was like, sorry. this is your one opportunity, seize the day, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then this happened. I, I said, hey, Paul. <laughs> hey, Paul, will you come in the bathroom and show me your dick? <laughs> I said, 
hey Paul, um, my name is Jamie. I'm, I'm the booker. I book all the comedians here. I was like, oh, it's great to meet. I'm not gonna try to do the uh, accent. Do right. it. Yeah. You did it good the other day. No. Um, <laughs> it's great to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome too. Um, but then he grabbed my hand and um, was holding my hand, and I was like, look. He wanted to hold your hand. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Um, what? I'm just saying you wanted to hold your hand. <laughs> Apparently. He could hold any hand in the entire world. But there I was with my hand embraced by his. Let's take a moment to think about that. Go on. Keep okay, going. Okay, Jesus. No, Not but, everybody is as high as you are right now. <laughs> You're right. So finally I was like, uh, well, if you ever want to get up there and do anything just know that it's an option and that's when he was like you know I, I appreciate it um, but you know this is where I like to come to do not do that <laughs> yeah like, he's an artist who likes to appreciate other artists for what they of do of course and he's like I love seeing the comedy and it's so hard to do that if you're at his level I'm sure because you go in someplace and people go let's follow him to the restroom <laughs> you know <laughs> must be the worst yeah, well, it's fucking Paul McCartney. Everybody walking in front of him and taking pictures with him. <laughs> Jesus. Not interacting with him. Not even saying, hey, thanks, I appreciate it, you know? Mm. How do you know? Because you said you didn't interact <laughs> with him. You oh, told me. But it doesn't mean I didn't thank him. Can we move on? <laughs> you know what I'm thinking right now, though, right? Why did you thank him? For what? What did he do for you? Oh, that's not what I... Oh, I, I was like, I so that's an interaction. That's right, interacting right, right, with right, him. Right, 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 right. That's what I mean. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. You, said, the way you described it made me think of a bunch of people just drift... Like him standing <laughs> like, by the wall and you're just drifting in front of him and getting a photo and then moving away. No. I was asked to be in the photo. But there were some other drifters. <sighs> Whatever. Keep going. <laughs> there was definitely some drifting I don't think drifters should be hanging out at the... Com- <laughs> at the Improv, okay? It's a free country. Drifters murder people. <clears throat> Go on. A very small percentage of drifters murder yeah, people. They don't keep track of how many people are drifters. <laughs> but as far as uh, groups of people go, the percentage of drifters right. is it's very true. high. But it's true. But those few people are giving drifters a bad name. Right. It's either a drifter or a handyman. Those are the people <laughs> who murder people. Go ahead. I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> he said, but thank you. I, I was like, I appreciate you coming. Anytime you want to be here. Were you guys still holding hands at that point? Yeah, like we held hands through the whole thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's so nice. So that's my McCartney story. Have you washed your hands since? No. Good. Got quite a rash (laughs) over here. Uh, Well, good for you, Jamie. I'm happy that happened for you. You you. deserved it. (laughs) He did not. Uh, Okay. Amber, what's going on with you? I do not feel like shit, which is notable. Because. because for the past, like, four episodes, I felt like complete and total shit. You were sick. Yeah, but I was in such denial about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because Mondays are kind of a tough day for me because I have work and then I have school and then I have the podcast, which mm-hmm. isn't that much. And I'm not like a – I'm not like, ooh, ooh, But I would – I would – it would be the past four episodes, not this episode. Mm-hmm. It was difficult for me to get out of my car and walk here. Mm-hmm. I was just feeling like absolute garbage and right. wanted to be asleep. And um, when I went on vacation, I guess two weeks ago now. Morro Bay. Morro Bay. I was basically sick the entire time. Pea soup. 
Anderson's. Exactly. You remember. Fucking smart. Steel trap. I can't believe I pulled that one. <laughs> um, I had like a severe cold the entire time and I, again, it, it wasn't like I was lying. I was just in such denial about how ill I was. You were lying to yourself. Right. And I just, I wanted to have fun. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to like lay around in a hotel on my vacation so we still were gallivanting all day long oh i love gallivanting i know and then and then going out at night and uh peccadilloing and every day like i was like oh it's just it's just allergies Mm -hmm. just like do you have allergies canoodling canoodling (laughs) at night a little Mm -hmm. um but like the first day said it was allergies and then he's like you don't have allergies and the second day i was like it's just in my nose it'll be gone tomorrow it like but i kept getting worse Mm -hmm. Um, and then, so last Monday we did the podcast and I felt like absolute garbage, but right. I just powered through like I normally do. You're a trooper. Yes. I'm the trying. The show must go on. I'm trying to get Saint status on You're this. You're like I'm Michael no- Jordan with the flu game. That's not what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I, uh. You weren't glowing. What? You didn't have the amber glow the last few weeks. <laughs> I'm wearing makeup today. <laughs> I mean, like, it's not. Oh, okay. It's oh, that. Also. Now I get it. Also, I come from from dance class and i normally shower and come here and today i didn't shower i just put on makeup <laughs> so you're so you're sweaty and, and have makeup mm-hmm. on yeah nice mm-hmm. so that's the glow little beauty tip uh and uh never let them see you oh. sweat cover it with makeup so mm-hmm. on tuesday the day after the podcast yes. i went to work and i just felt like ass ass and i was not just like i felt bad i was in i had the most rancid Hey. Like, um, attitude. Like, I just was in the worst, wretched mood. I fucking hate people like that. <laughs> and I was snapping at people. Oh, <laughs> uh, the worst. <laughs> but, like, hey, my name's Amber. Have you met me? Like, that isn't yeah. my MO normally. And um, I just was, like, not... Like, I feel like life can be divided into... You wake up and everything's... A box of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> everything's easy. And then other days, everything's difficult. Mm-hmm. And just everything was difficult, like walking to work, putting on clothes, like everything was fucking hard. And you were doing them out of order. And it was so hard to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And um, my boss, I, I like snapped at this one lady I work with all the time who I love and I never snapped at before. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, what is going on with me? And I was trying everything to like be just like <laughs> to be less. um fucking shitty and grumpy Mm -hmm. like i was like trying to like listen to music i like and Mm -hmm. like go for a walk like everything that i normally do to get you should get a a sonos if you want to listen to the music you like okay (laughs) don't you stop oh sonos yeah (laughs) even in in the last month some of the technological innovations they've done are just (laughs) insane all for the the crystal clear sound of your favorite music continue so i finally was like my boss called me about something else <clears throat> and I was like, hey, I feel awful. He's like, yeah, you sound and act awful. And I was like, I'm going to go home. And then I stayed in bed for about 30 hours. Mm. And uh, that was good. Point is, I'm trying to get better at taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And not just like, because I feel like I keep having this pattern where I just like go, 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 go until my body completely shuts down. And then right. I go, 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 go. And I really thought well, I was. you power up in between. And I thought I was doing a better job of that, but I clearly, I'm so disconnected mm-hmm. from my own 
care needed. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's hard to be that self-aware. So I still don't feel amazing, but I still... You still don't act amazing or look amazing. Thank you, well, Sean. Mm-hmm. What have you changed about your lifestyle? I mean, nothing. So <laughs> Absolutely starting- nothing. I don't think it's your lifestyle. You don't live no. a crazy lifestyle. Just there, I need like days off occasionally. Yeah, yeah. And like on Sunday, instead of going out or or doing any comedy, I just like painted my stupid nails and well, let's see. And uh, went to bed. I haven't painted my nails in a while. I got to do that sometimes. I'm also so. super. I like your paint. Thank you. I'm super into a TV Bloodline? show. No, a different one. Like sh- like Cast way way too into a TV show. But I was Friday gonna Night make. Lights? No, I was. It was gonna. Kyle Chandler, Coach no, Taylor. No, Mm-mm. very handsome. And it's gonna maybe be my parting shot, so I might save. You're gonna it. save it because mm-hmm. I feel I like I've talked should, enough. I think you should give it up and then get another parting shot. Okay, you want yeah. me to talk yeah, about yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Okay, I am so obsessed, like crazy obsessed mm-hmm. with Better Call Saul. Are you watching it? Oh, I've watched it. It's over. It's so good, right? Mm-hmm. No yeah. one is as enthusiastic as I am. But I finally have empathy. That's true. No one is as enthusiastic. <laughs> I finally have empathy for, like, nerd culture. I never fully got it. But I feel like like I'm just, like, researching Better Call Saul paraphernalia. And I've been listening to all of the Better Call Saul insider podcasts. Mm-hmm. And there's I can't stop podcasts? thinking about it. Well, there's one for each episode. Oh. Um, I haven't seen it. It's so Fuck fucking you. Good. Bloodline and you're not watching Better Call Saul. <laughs> Is Better Call Saul on Netflix? Also No, it just take ended that back. on it. Just ended on <laughs> That was mean. Um it's just so compelling and so yeah. funny and so heartbreaking. And it's, it's a great show. It's really cool because um even Breaking Bad was sort of a high concept idea, like a, a meth dealer and maker who used to be high school like mm-hmm. it, it had like an overarching this seems smaller mm-hmm. and but somehow the stakes there's a scene in that show i don't know what episode you're up episode to. nine okay so the I, scene... no no i've seen every episode i want to watch them again oh okay so the scene that takes place in the parking garage oh yeah that's incredible it's i was like, like the... if i could ever write it's a scene like that thing. yeah i would that's, die that's episode nine like a cool yeah. scene. but that same I watched that I, the night I watched that episode. I went back and watched that scene like five times yep. in a row. The parking lot scene. I parking structure. after that episode. That's episode nine. It's the one before the finale. Mm-hmm. I literally was jumping around my room, being like, "I think that's the best episode of television I've ever seen." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was so good. Clearly, you've never seen Bloodline. And I don't like. I understand that this sounds condescending, oh. mm-hmm. and I don't actually know him. Mm-hmm. But I'm so proud of Bob Odenkirk. He's incredible. He's a well, great actor. I I have met Bob, and he is very proud of you as well. <laughs> so, Thank you. Yeah. He, so he wanted. I, I haven't seen him in a while. He wanted me to mention that. I kept um, forgetting. Oh, this is a great opportunity. <laughs> and it's not coming out of nowhere. It would been. It would have been out of nowhere before. <clears throat> um, no, there's so many things about that show I love. I will mention one because it's not a spoiler in any way. It's just a very cool thing is their credit sequence is different Uh on every episode and is fucked up on every episode. Like it cuts off in the wrong way. And it's so funny. And that's all intentional. Yeah. 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 It's supposed to look a little like low rent. Really brilliant. Um, Which is not a surprise. Hey, I got to check out this show. It's I'm scared that I'm building it up too much because I I also hate when somebody's like, this is the best movie ever. Uh And then you see it and you're like, it was good, but you were kind of expecting it to change your life. Mm -hmm. So I really am hesitant. Did you see my best friend's wedding? (laughs) 
<laughs> no, that literally is the best movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was a family with secrets. But it's always funny to me when I charge headfirst into a joke without knowing what I'm going to say mm-hmm. as the reference, and then my best friend's wedding <laughs> was the best I could do. What's going on with you, Sean? Ugh. Uh, well, I had a funny experience this week because I tried to sell a couch on what? Craigslist. Wait, what? What couch? The, one? the blue one that was in the back room. I don't think you guys ever uh, were familiar with it. I Not need the... a couch in June. This wasn't really a couch. It was. <laughs> and I need an empty it, back room area. That also sounds like a. That sounds like a lyric from My Fair Lady. Like I need a couch in June. <laughs> I'd like to see the moon. Um, it's funny because it's true. Yeah, the uh, <laughs> the one that I had, it's not really a couch. It's like in between a couch and a futon. Mm-hmm. It's an Ikea thing that folds out into a bed. Way more comfortable than a futon and decent as a couch. I just was never using it. Right. Like when people would come and stay there, they would sleep on it. But that only happened like five or six times over the five or six years I had it. Right. So once a year. <laughs> if you do it by average, average. Yeah. yeah. If you look at the if you look at the graph, wow. it goes like zero, three, zero, oh, one, one. Math um, can be cool. But so these people, this this person emailed me and was like, "I'm interested in your couch." Yeah, I've never done any of that. I have selling done it, or and it's, and so I was like, I, I, "This thing probably costs like four hundred bucks and was basically brand new." But I was like, I'll just, you know, 75 bucks. That's, you know. Right. If I can get 75 bucks, I'll be happy. Just move it. Um, I, and I, so anyway, she she emails me and she's like. Hello. Interested in your, <laughs> you, you got to the end already. I fucked it. <laughs> that's, the, that's the whole story. <laughs> no, 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 no. Craigslist, huh? Um, <laughs> Which section is that? Is it furniture? Just local? Okay. Uh, no, it was technology. Oh, Um. No, email me. Want your couch? My boyfriend is available to come help me this time. I'm like, great. I love three ways. I'm down. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not at all the direction the story is going. Um, so I don't know why I knew. That she was like, we live sort of right around the corner and down the hill, and I knew what was going to happen, and what I thought was going to happen was exactly what happened, which was well, first of all was 8.30 on a Sunday morning. I had worked Saturday until midnight, having worked the previous 17 days or whatever. So I was just exhausted. Couldn't sleep all that night because I was worried about waking up for these people to come get the couch. Got up at 8.15, got dressed, threw my shoes on, then I pulled my pants on. (laughs) Um, Went to work and put my clothes on. (laughs) Um, So, of course, they didn't show up on time, which... I wasn't mad about because right. I was like, if it was me, I would not it's, have been on time it's either. It's insane to pick 8.30 in the morning on a Sunday. Right. We exactly. all knew oh, that this isn't going to happen. Because I was so tired, I was just like, <laughs> God damn it. And then I knew exactly what was going to happen, which was that I walked out of the front door. They, they were like, we're here. We're here on my on my um, intercom. No, the... Uh, Bullhorn. No, a telegram they sent. <laughs> and I walked out the front door. We're here. We're here. <laughs> Uh, Sir, please come outside. We're outside right now. Uh, I go out, and they see me coming down the walkway, and the the guy, the kid, is standing there, and he's like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, I'm sorry. We're just we're such big fans. We go to Ascat all. I can't believe this. This is so crazy. Like they were so 
It was That's hilarious. Cool. It was like it was like you seeing Paul McCartney. They were so <laughs> yeah. starstruck, and I was like, "Hey, how's it going?" Like, right. Uh, so it was kind of adorable, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was like coming to L.A. the The best thing that's happened to me is I started going to ASCAD and going to all the free shows and whatever. So anyway, they they Aww. they now have my couch for seventy five bucks. No, I said just take it. Really? Yeah. I thought you were going to say it. That'll be eighty. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't like think about that. I didn't think. No, I'll what happened it. was they they <laughs> took it and then it, they were having a hard time fitting it into the back of their truck. And I said, I'll go get you some clothesline so you can tie it off. And I thought about making the joke when I came back of like, so you guys can have the couch for free, but the clothesline is two hundred bucks. It's I was a good just joke. too Solid goddamn joke. tired. Yeah. Too goddamn tired. So Sean, what did they say about us? What are you pointing they're, at? They're fans of Ascat. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. That's why it was the funniest thing. No, then then he was like, <laughs> then he was like, uh, no, like, oh, we'll you know we'll make big donations at Ascat, and I was like, no, you can just buy me drinks at Birds right. sometime. Or... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was just glad to get rid of that totally. thing. You know, that's fun. That's a fun LA story. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, so what I'm saying is, I'm pretty famous. Mm-hmm. And if I go to the improv, I would not be shocked if Judd Apatow followed me into the bathroom <laughs> to see my dick. Uh, all right. Let's, anything else? Anything else? Any? We did a lot. Follow up on that? <laughs> a couple more stories? <laughs> it's like there. Not what I'm saying. Midnight. <laughs> um, okay. We'll be back in a moment with a very special guest because this feels like a good place to take a break. Woo! <clears throat> <laughs> me amber thanks so much for listening really appreciate it also i wanted to tell you about a cool thing happening may 4th the liquid feet show at ucb sunset 5 30 primo primo time it's our spank show so we need your support so that maybe we could get a regular show at ucb who knows either way it's gonna be a lot of fun uh sean's gonna be there i'm gonna be there you're gonna be there and uh so come uh Check out my website if you want more information. I don't know. Bye. We're back. You're listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast to which you are listening. We are on it. Speaking with us today, a very special guest, <laughs> very funny stand-up comic, Steve Simone is here. Hey, guys. Welcome. Up, Steve. Hi. <laughs> I'm sorry for having fun. I just, no, yeah, please don't do that. I'm happy to not be alone. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, like as soon as you put the headphones on, you feel like it feels like oh yeah, like a radio DJ. Yeah, well, to me, it feels like we're in a treehouse pretending to be radio DJs, <laughs> and that's even. I think that's, that's more a good fun. Analogy. Yeah. That's yeah. more fun than being a radio oh, DJ. It's more probably. fun and less real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's more fun to think you're a DJ when you're 11, mm-hmm. and then to actually see somebody that is a DJ, and you're like. Oh, well, wow, man, Bill's not that cool. Push all these things in. They think they're way funnier than yeah, they yeah. are. Mm-hmm. They're playing all these weird sounds. Oof, this could all <laughs> describe us. <laughs> uh, I have something in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> there is no justice. Um, all right. Well, as I mentioned, as I mentioned up towards the top of the show, it is 420, which means it is a very special day. Hitler's birthday. <laughs> All right. Uh, no. Also, Columbine. <laughs> oh, true? great. Bring, bringing us <laughs> wow. down. Wow. Thank you. 
Uh, I had a nephew born today. Oh, so let's just bring it up. Like let's bring this it up. Exact day? Also, yeah, no, today. Congratulations. Oh, like nine hours ago. Wow. That's awesome. That's the best. Yeah, I'm so Is excited. Is this your to first nephew? Him. No, it's nephew number three. I can't wait to go hang out. I'm going to go hang out with him next week. I'm mm-hmm. flying yeah, back the, to Philly. The, the seven day olds are a blast. <laughs> Dude, they get me. They're like, sleep, it's the best, right? I'm like, I know. Trouble. <laughs> so much fun. I'm always like, when my, well, I, they're all older now, but. When mine were all little, they, my my brothers and sister in laws would be like, "Do you want to hold?" Them? I'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> you get nervous, right? Oh yeah, it's like diffusing a bomb. You're like, "Oh man, there's like the fontanelle." You don't want to fuck it up. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, you want to fuck up that fontanelle? Wait, is the fontanelle the sauce? Oh, I don't, don't want to. No, uh, it's a pasta. It's a. It's like a. <laughs> Ciao bella. Tonight, can I tell you about a special? So we have a fontanelle in a puttanesca sauce. <laughs> Um, it's oddly, it's like cup-shaped pasta. Very al dente. Um, I think this is gross, but I don't know why. <laughs> because what you said is true. Okay. Uh, but no, it's weed, what do they call it? Weed National Smoking of Marijuana Day? Or mm-hmm. Weed Spe- Central Day? Or Happy Weed Day? they call it Weed Central Day. Weed Memorial. <laughs> weed Central Station. I think they call it 420, bro. 420? Okay. Today's also um, the uh, anniversary of Weed Fest 98. What was that? It was just basically a weed festival, 1998. I'm sure it happened also in... <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up, Jamie. <laughs> I can always count on you for the specifics. Did you go to it? Yeah. I mean... Let's hear about it. Uh, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> can we get the burp wrangler in here? <laughs> basically, you know, a bunch of uh, booths set up uh, selling weed paraphernalia. And this uh, was before it was kind of legal. Yeah, I mean, there's you know a couple of uh, white reggae bands and um, the best. <laughs> I love the the, the reggae bands mm-hmm. that are white. <laughs> and uh, you know you can get your favorite Bob Marley red posters. red wine. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. And um, a lot incense. Uh, Where was it? Um, Mendocino County up there, where weed very. And did they have samples of weed, or was it just paraphernalia? Mm-hmm. Paraphernalia, and then samples of um, the dankest weed. How did they get away with that? Um, I don't know. I think there was uh, there were um, there were this, something about that specific day and that location. Must have been awesome. It took you. It just took you ten minutes to get through the phrase. They were. <laughs> no, but apparently there was. Um, they you know, they had this kind of like guy that was in the in the group um, that was trying to put up the festival a promoter. Um, and he was like, had that kind of inquisitive, just like, I'm going to find that loophole, you know? You all know have that friend, right? Uh-huh. And, um, oh, so they all were married because you can't testify against <laughs> your spouse. That was the first loophole they were going to use, but they actually found one even better that just stipulated that in this county, on this day, at this time, weed festivals are totally permissible. So that's, that's, not, that's, that's not a, a loophole. loophole. <laughs> that's like a weird specification. That's no, it was actually, what's weird, it was literally on the bottom of a page. And for some reason, when they found it, there was literally like a loop. <laughs> it was a piece of rope. <laughs> and a hole. Around it. Yeah. So wow. it was weird on a ton of levels anyway. So you have no idea, basically, is what you're saying. No. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's talk, about, let's talk about weed. Check Why don't we breath. start today with the mistress of marijuana, Amber Kenny. Hello. I am happy for joining everybody. Uh, I am... Stone Cold Sober, which is interesting, but that has not been the case in past 420s. 
like not long ago, I would take 420 as a vacation day. Mm-hmm. Like it was a holiday I celebrated, which is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. That's an embarrassing uh-huh. thing to do. <laughs> but um, a, I know that, hmm, what could I talk about about weed? Hmm. When was the first time you smoked? It was in high school. I think mm-hmm. I've told a story, but I'll I'll tell it again. I was go- goody two shoes oh, I remember times a million. Really? No. <laughs> and uh, I was on the dance team, and it was like <clears throat> me and this one girl, Jessica. Maybe mm-hmm. I shouldn't have used her name, but whatever. We were both the. She might get kicked out of high school. <laughs> <laughs> we were um, retroactively. We were the two freshmen on the dance team, and we were like goody two shoes, like kind of young for our age together. You like were we, the ones who would get free food at McDonald's. Sort of. That's later. Oh, okay. When when people turn bad. I see. Uh, Goody tissues. <clears throat> yeah. Like, what does that imply? I didn't that drink. you're a fan of Adam Ant? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drink. I didn't do any drugs. I didn't date any boys. No boys wanted to date me. That's not true. It is absolutely true. <laughs> it is absolutely true. Um, Whatever name goody one shoes. Well, then you're bad. Or no shoes because you're not following the rules. Mm, they put or on you them. have you're an amputee. Oh, uh, too soon. <laughs> For who? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to justify Jamie's <laughs> one joke. Uh, well, like it's, to have one shoe is rebellious. If you were a rebellious youth in the 20s or 30s. Okay. So what happened? So Amber? I'm a junior in high school. Still haven't gotten drunk. Still haven't kissed a boy. So you just went from freshman to junior. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> no, I. This is the girl that we were like basically a step above playing Barbies together. Right. Like we okay. were so <laughs> you fucking. Started wholesome. as freshman together. Yeah. And now you're junior. And she, as we're juniors, she kind of becomes a normal teenager mm-hmm. and starts like smooching on boys mm. and uh, like like. Like hanging out with batter girls and like, Hello. Batter girls. <laughs> and like batter. You say batter girls? <laughs> hey, batter, batter, batter with that girl. Third base. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, like going to parties and getting. I don't know what. What they a did. fucking fast girl going to parties. No, she's <laughs> radical. I was like... She had no shoes. I was Squaresville. It wasn't... It, I have no judgment towards her. <laughs> I just was like, but I thought we were going to play with the Barbies. Like, I was just so... You were pushing your glasses up your nose like mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. I was so terrified of growing up. Still am. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, Me too, my friend. Me too. But Make I did it, it early. Like, at three. I was like, I'm good here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I peaked at four. <laughs> Me too. Peaked. Uh, I, I was made it to five. I peaked at. Well, I don't want to get into it. Go ahead. <laughs> so, um, but I was like, you know what? I want to maintain this relationship with her, even though it feels like we're drifting apart. And so she invited me out with her and like the cool girls who go to parties mm. one night. And I was just like, oh, I'm like nervous. Of <laughs> first of all, um, I'm nervous about like fitting in and being cool because I'm so clearly not. Yeah, but you have that shoulder move you're doing that's really cool. (laughs) And then I don't exactly know. We must have been in like the parking lot of a fast food place. The perfect place. Because we're in high school. It's right out of a movie. (laughs) Yeah. And somebody's like, do you want to smoke weed? And keep in mind, I hadn't kissed a boy yet. And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, I got high and we went to Starbucks. 
because the town I grew up in, I don't think it's the case anymore, but there was nothing to do. Mm-hmm. There was one Starbucks. Now they have a coffee bean and tea leaf. <laughs> I know. There's way more to do. But, like, especially in high school, you can't go to a bar. Like Says we, you, my friend. We would just go to Starbucks. Like, it was lame. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember going to the bathroom in Starbucks and, like, looking in the mirror. And I think I'd just seen too many movies because I was just like, <laughs> who am I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, but <laughs> I need a couch in June. <laughs> And then what was also interesting is um, it made it so that I just fit in with nobody because those cool Aww. girls were like, oh, you're lame. And I was like, yeah, I, I got it. Cool. <laughs> got the note. And, but then like my square friends were like, you did drugs. And I was like, no. <laughs> All of a sudden you had nowhere to belong. <laughs> yep. Your fears uh, came true. And I became a comedian. Mm-hmm. I already was kind of. So you oh, me did and it, Jessica we, would act out like Saturday Night Live sketches at lunch. That's mm-hmm. how fucking nerdy bananas we were. Right. It's pretty well, nerdy or bananas. how cool you were. Yeah. I think it's cool. Depending on how you look at it. But um, I didn't have contact with her for years and years Acting and years. Acting out years. sketches. <laughs> Amberoni. <laughs> pretty cool. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't have contact with her for a really long time, but... She found me on Instagram recently, and it's been really cool because she's like my bizarro life. She's like, Amber, do you want to come to Starbucks and get high? <laughs> no. She's got two kids. She's been married nine years, which I'm like, nah. What? <laughs> she's been married nine times. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she seems really happy and great. But So then did you really get into pot no, after that? Or weed or that's, grass? That's or where I was going to go next, Sean. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Great question. Great question. Thank you. Didn't smoke pot again the rest of high school. Okay. First semester of college, maybe smoked pot once. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I on like spring break, second semester of college, it was like I went on a road trip with some friends and like we started smoking pot at 10 o'clock in the morning on the road trip. And then I think I just kept smoking pot for like 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> like every day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good run. It was, it, yeah, I, I regret it. There's some lost years. Mm-hmm. Um, and how often do you smoke pot now? Or Once every two months. Eat it or whatever the kids are doing. Not very often. Days. Not very do often. Do you own a vaporizer? I don't own any paraphernalia mm-hmm. whatsoever. Do you want some? <laughs> oh, yeah, you have some now. I do. Are you smoking pot still? Sometimes. That is so insane. Mm-hmm. And not, it isn't. But it is because you didn't smoke pot when I met you. Yeah. I mean, I had, but it wasn't a thing I did You weren't a stoner. Basis. Yeah. But I'm at the point now where I'm like, maybe I should get a card and a vaporizer well. just to make it easier. Yeah. Especially since Alex is gone, you know? Oh, yeah. I definitely don't smoke as much as I was a couple of years ago. But once in a while, I'll, you know, I'll hit a, hit a puff. What's your relationship with it? What's that? What's your relationship with it? Once I start, I can't stop. Mm-hmm. Mm. Really? No. <laughs> Because that's a weird drug to be like that. <laughs> you just fall asleep. It's Yeah, it's rare that I do it if I haven't had a couple of drinks, so it doesn't even have that much of an effect. Right. You just if get I do more do drunk, it, kind of. Yeah, if I do do it when I'm do not do drinking, <laughs> yes, if I number two it when I'm not drinking, <laughs> uh, that's exactly what happens is I just fall asleep, you know? I, um, I, I took a turn recently. <laughs> it's such a dumb thing to be proud of. 
But for about a year, every mm. time I smoked pot, I would just get insanely paranoid. Like, I would just be sitting here being like, you hate me. You hate me. You hate me. Everyone Bingo. hates me. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I shouldn't That's have said that. paranoia. <laughs> mm, so sad. <laughs> um, but just, like, everything I'm doing, I'm like, oh, that person was nice to me. But I think they were just making fun of how stupid I – like, right. like, just all these awful thoughts. And that doesn't happen anymore? I just worked through it. Mm. Now I actively go, that's a lie in mm. my head. That's a lie. Everything's fine. I also don't necessarily super like smoking pot at parties no. anyway. Like I, it's so it's, hit or miss. It's fun to like smoke pot and watch a specific movie or I don't want to sit around high all day and I don't want to hang out with a bunch of strangers anymore. I, that's another lyric from My Fair Lady. <laughs> what is that? I don't want to sit around high all day and I don't want to be with a bunch of strangers anymore um so that's my relationship with pot. i could probably talk more about it if you I'm need sure you to. could if you did it for 11 years what was the most fun experience you ever had on on uh grass man i happy grass day everybody i that's really 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 hard because you don't remember you had so many good experiences right. i mean abby my friend abby and i and i know abby yes um when we lived together in college it became this. I don't know why this came to mind, but it did. But we would always go and try to just like do the simplest things together. Mm-hmm. And both of us are fairly useless human beings to begin with. What do you with. mean by like simplest things? Like like let's go add two and two, or like let's order at KFC. I see. <laughs> and we just like could not do it. Like we're useless anyway. We're high, but like also our powers combined just made it like this. Hilarious Herculean mm-hmm. task. So the best thing you ever did on weed was go order food at Kentucky Fried Chicken. I just did like you guys should all smoke weed. If you're listening out there, it's great. It's great. It makes ordering at Kentucky Fried Chicken very difficult. Mm. No, that's fine. That's fine. It's funny because my boyfriend is always like, "Have you ever been over like eaten at this restaurant?" Hi, and I was like, probably. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, damn it. <laughs> he doesn't smoke pot at all. He never has? He did. But he doesn't at all anymore. Not even like a puff. It's not interesting. Even, not even one hit. All or nothing. Yeah. Jamie. Yep, pot. Yeah, well, I'm I just thought of my... I'm afraid to ask about this, but go ahead. Yeah, it, was, it can go in any number of tangents. Mm-hmm. But um, How are you feeling right this second? You know, when boy? you were explaining um, the paranoia... I was like, oh, that's how I've been feeling the last 20 minutes. Oh, that's <laughs> Every the worst weird feeling. Which, you know, I'm, I'm through it. I'm with people I, I, I know and love and in a comfortable place. But I was like, fuck. And also, it, it's so regretful. I'm like, why do I keep making that decision? Why did it seem like a good idea? Oh, yeah, you were, like, immaculatizing. Oh, I'm in a much, I mean, very healthy place <laughs> in spite of being high on drugs right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a very healthy place. Um you know, with yoga, and I haven't had a drink or smoked cigarettes in almost a month. And, like, I'm feeling good. But the last few days, pot has kind of come up a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last two times, um, edible, which is a whole different that's thing. That's a rough – because you can't gauge the arc. And that's what I don't like. I did I it on Saturday hate night. hate ungaged arcs. You like know a, what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. though. When you're like, all right, ready to come down. You're like, oh, still going up. What's no, well, I, when I walked in the studio today – um, I was like, all right, I, I got through the worst of it. And not even the worst. It was fine. Like, I was fine. I was like, oh. I'm you felt a little, little bit, but yeah. you were like, oh, this isn't so bad. And then, yeah, this, right before we started, I was like, oh, no. This might just be getting started. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. 
I'm actually I'm in a great place, and I'm feeling good talking about it. Um, Have fun. You could choose, no, I am. I'm, you could I'm, choose for it to be a good high. That's I, a lie. <laughs> don't listen to Sean. <laughs> Um, you can choose no, for but it to like, be a bad one. During the opening segment, like I was sitting here, and I'm, I'm very much more lucid now. But like, um, you know, looking over at the couch and seeing Steve and Mac, and being like, "Oh my God, they're judging me!" Like I'm <laughs> not making my way through the story. Sean, the re- reggae thing is a directly just like fuck you every time. The reggae guy is like that was true. Okay, well, no, that wasn't true at all. I know, no, but was, I was reading was so much of everything. On the accent, <laughs> yes, I know, on my own accent. <laughs> yeah. But in those moments when I get like, it was that. <laughs> What, as you described, oh, it. just like oh, they're making fun of me and they hate me and they just wish a I million things. And I've been like, oh. he's a... commenting on his own bad what? accent because he thinks I have bad accents when I do accents. <laughs> do you... Yeah, that would not be wrong, right? By the way, but that's do... not I when... can't do Paul. When you have paranoia, I also would have this where I would get really paranoid that I offended everyone with what I just said and how I'm like a bad person no. and like worse than Hitler because I just like commented at someone's shirt. Four twenty. <laughs> it's related. Not at all. No, for sure. But I'm I'm I'm, I'm okay now. Okay. Yes. You're, you're like drumming so way more than normal. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about your relationship with marijuana, Jamie. I think cool, he man. was. No, I feel like a counselor at a marijuana anonymous thing. Well, it's always been the Jamie, same. Jamie, tell us about you and whatever um, you call it, Mary Jane, the street smoke. It's been a long road. <laughs> Seen a lot. When was the first time? Experienced more. Um, when was the first time? It was at a party. I don't know if I've told the story, but um, it was a party. You're looking at Steve as if he's been <laughs> a listener of our time. show. Yeah, <laughs> Steve, tell me if this is rings a bell. <laughs> uh, I think I was 16. My friend had a party. I was the first one just, to arrive. Just say it with confidence because we don't know the actual answers. Like, we don't know if it's accurate right. or not. So I'm at a party. Right. <laughs> 16 years old. Um, the first one to arrive. There's a big dog that greets me. It's kind of a scary So you're one of those dog. guys who's like... Parties at eight o'clock. I'm going at eight. I was. It might have been like one of the first parties I ever showed up to. But it was more like my friend was like my parents are out out of town. Yes. It was a it was a, a kickback. It was a, a kickback. <laughs> but there was gonna be beer. It was like you know we're just starting to go to. But places you had to give the parents there. money. No. Okay. Um, so <laughs> Not I show that up. Kind of kickback. I, no, 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 no. I'm greeted by a dog. Um, Hello, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you. A little bit higher register. Can I take your coat? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you can't take mine because it's attached to my skin. <laughs> so a girl, hello, is also there. She's sixteen as well. Um, so now it's just going me. on seventeen. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, for my fair lady, Lots of sound classic music. musical. Uh, it's me, this girl, and my friend Jason, whose house it was. His parents are gone. Um, playing with the dog, then the dog goes over to the girl, and next thing I know, I hear like a loud yell, and. Um, the dog had like just taken a chunk out of this girl's nose. Oh, the ugh. like the dog just attacked her nose, and she, I think, in, she, she was asking for it. Yeah. Did you get high already? No, her, her nose was wearing a very short skirt. <laughs> oh, God. oh God! So it's like blood and like emergency rooms, um, and more then, than one. More than one emergency room. Yeah. You just said blood and emergency rooms. Oh, right. right. So she, she, he meant bloods and emergency. Oh, I see. Okay. And um, no crypts to be found there. <laughs> well, enter midnight. <laughs> Things got out of hand, and the blue arrived it in like numbers. Sounds like adventures and babysitting. Um, so in the meantime, um, Jason's older sister gets home. 
she's now like her, they're both their parents are out of town. She's like a senior or a couple years older than us. And um, she's like, shit, um, we got to get her to the hospital. Very matter of Wait, fact. Wait, you hadn't been she to was the just hospital. Like, shit, we no, got to get her to the hospital. And so then more and more people start showing up. So now there's like 20 people there. Um, and Dog has a fucking field day. <laughs> Slaughters everybody's <laughs> nose. No, the sister wasn't home yet. I'm sorry. I'm putting this together. Ugh. Girl gets her nose bit. Mm-hmm. She gets the dog was in like, the got your nose. Yes. Um, more people <laughs> arrive. Not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we start drinking. And then someone's like, and we, we we knew going in, like, this is our first is time. Is it just, like, bleeding profusely constantly? Her nose? She now I feel like she's gone, and this was an in, inconsequential detail of what Got, happened. Because I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm, I know that I'm focusing, and I'm sorry. Yeah. But it seemed like the unusual event. Right, of course. <laughs> so Could have been glossed over, but no. So, um, people start arriving, start drinking, and then, like, we're even excited. That the whole Did week, anyone find the nose? <laughs> Uh, they found part of it. Um, so I, actually, that's a, a fun part to talk about is like, you know, I was always against weed, drugs in general. I was mm-hmm. like part of the dare generation of just like yeah. drugs are bad and you yeah, will smoke pot once too. and you will yeah, die. And um, I remember my friend um, for the first time on the way home from school was like, hey, my brother's been doing pot. Would you ever do that? <laughs> doing pot. <laughs> I And you're like, we can't be friends anymore. Well, for the first time, it was someone I trusted. Sorry, Daryl. I'm not that kind of person. <laughs> I have respect for myself and my family. And my That body. was how I was trained. I watched those videos. That was exactly how mm-hmm. I was trained. Um, but, you know, when someone you trust offers you something and you're like, wow, wait, this is actually That's something I would starts. consider. It, totally. But there's that anticipation for like that week or two. Like, we're going to go to this party. We're going to do drugs for the f- first time. Do drugs. And the excitement of, like, you don't know what drugs are going to do. You have no, no context mm-hmm. for it. And so it's, it's fear and excitement. Um, but we finally get in. Someone puts on Pink Floyd. Um, I think it was a bong, which is That's advanced. pretty sophisticated. But rolling a joint is almost impossible. No, I, there were some older for kids. Beginners. One of my friends, I think, had just come back from high school or from college. <laughs> He and was that, shipped away to high school. <laughs> um, and where he just got into super into weed, and he came back being like the weed expert. Um, so anyway, we smoked. Ask me anything, you guys. I'm the <laughs> weed expert. <laughs> um, so now, I don't know if I actually got high. Um, but I remember thinking the I was First high. time you never do, man. Uh, we're listening to Pink Floyd, and I was like, I, th- I think this is cooler than usual. But next thing we know, Jay- that's when Jason's sister gets home. And sees like 30 kids in her house. And then she found out about that someone earlier in the night had her nose attacked by the dog. Oh God. So now. Her nose attacked. <laughs> she, she wasn't attacked. It was just it her wasn't nose. Personal. Yeah. So now. Um, and she demands that like everyone go home. She what starts getting on the phone and jerk. calling like our parents. Ugh. Well, uh, she's scared that like that girl's going to sue or something? I, I'm, I, yeah, whatever. Like she was probably 16 herself or 17. <coughs> like, whatever you're freaking out, your parents are out of town. And we're going to get thrown in jail. And How did she find out about the, Just don't tell her about the dog. Well, she was told. and um, So now we're like getting on the phones, calling our parents. Just so you know, nobody's nose got bitten <laughs> off. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, it did. I uh, got me. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think I lied or said, you know, back in those days, like picking up the phone and pretending to My die. name is Peter Carbonaro. <laughs> <laughs> but this is probably like 1130 at this point. Like we're calling our parents and they... You know, you want your parents to trust at that age, too. They don't want to know that you're going to a party. And, and, and also, you know, seemingly high didn't add to that situation or, or 
you know, we're tripping out already, and now we have to deal with calling our parents yeah, on the first night we smoke pot. So that's it. I ended up so it's all just house. a brick in the wall, though, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Was that that's girl why. okay? Stop focusing on the girl. <laughs> no, she actually died. It doesn't matter. It's, it's not part of the story. <laughs> she died on the way to the hospital. It makes sense that yeah. sister was freaked out then. <laughs> I know. Uh, she had a lovely memorial service. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Steve, tell us about weed. I don't smoke grass. Have you, have you ever? One time, barely. And I faked it once with Tracy Morgan because there was a lot of peer pressure. <laughs> I've, I, I've I faked it that. with Tracy Morgan before. Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's I really afraid. good. I was afraid everybody was going to give me the business. But I was afraid as a kid because of the dare generation stuff and my mm-hmm. grandma my mom and, like, all that bad propaganda. Like, I thought if you smoked grass, you would think you were a bird and jumped off a building. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was acid when you were – and then you realize that how – silly it all was my favorite commercial like that was the commercial where you see the two kids in the dad's study and they're they're high yep and they open the drawer of the desk and there's a gun Gun, in there and the kid takes out the gun he's like look at this (laughs) then it cuts away and you just hear a gunshot and they're like don't do drugs how about don't keep your fucking (laughs) pistol in the desk loaded god that pissed me off um so when did you smoke uh, I'm embarrassed to say, like, I never did forever. And then all my friends, one of my best friends from before I became a comedian really got into smoking pot, but he would smoke. He was like, dude, I don't think you need it, mm-hmm. but he would go get high and then he'd want to just talk to me and we would hang How out was and that? talk. The best. Really? It was so fun. Cause sometimes talking to a high person, you're like, this stuff isn't as amazing yeah. as you think it is. Like, no, it's it was weird, cool. It was it's like about to... the meaning of life and oh, what's okay. it really I've all about. I've had the experience of like being with somebody I'm dating and they they get high and I don't even think about it. Right. And then all of a sudden they just don't stop talking. And right. I'm like, it, it just hits me all of a sudden out of the blue. I'm like, oh, you're high. Right. That's why you're doing that right now. What else? What else? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you so, never... So then, yeah. I, I don't think you should be embarrassed of that. I think I it's cool that you, yeah. like, don't give in to peer pressure. I think that means you have strength of character. Yeah, I guess. Be cool. Stay in school. <laughs> I remember the first time I smelled it, my dad took me. It was my first concert ever, and I was 13 years old, and I got to go see Van Halen. Nice. Oh, nice. And BTO was the opening band. Nice. And I remember they were killing it, and they were like, taking care of business. <laughs> and then a reefer. And you were like, yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, it was great. My dad was rocking out. Yeah, man. I remember them back when I was a kid. And he, like, <laughs> felt cool. And then he got mad at the guy. You don't give grass to my kid. Mm-hmm. That's, and they was like, all right. And then he passed the joint. And I'm like. That's what pot smells like. <laughs> it smells good. Yeah. And then I was in Colorado this year, and as the ultimate callback to like 25 years later, 30 years later, I, somebody was just smoking a joint you on the street. smelled Bachman Turner over Yeah. There. And I go like this. This smell. I go, this smells like my older brother's concert t-shirts. And the guy turned around. He goes, I'm sure it does, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the best moments of my life. <laughs> and I kind of became friends with him. And he looked like wavy gravy. And he, oh. I went on a tour. All my friends were with me that smoked pot. And I went to all the, like, cool pharmacies, and I got hats and T-shirts. And then since I was in Denver, I kind of took a hit off a joint, and then I fell asleep. Comedy, so I don't know com- how funny. Comedy works? Yeah, downtown club. Loved it. And then we Great went to Vail. That's that's where the grass incident was. Mm-hmm. Incident. But it was great. <laughs> what was the incident? 
And smoking. I, I smoked one. grass. Oh, oh, I see. So this is very recent. Yeah, it was like a couple months ago. Wow. So there's still time for you to get hooked. No, I don't think so. And jump off a building. Yeah, that's. Isn't that weird? How like so weird. the way they, like it's such a better drug than all the rest. I think. Right. Like I'd like it more. And it's I'd so rather much more harmless than right. alcohol. Alcohol, right. right? Like how did alcohol become the drink that the drug that everybody said, yeah, that's socially acceptable because mm-hmm. drunks are so much fun to be around. Right. They never get loud or violent or aggressive. Mm-hmm. Or crash cars. Yeah. It's the silliest thing ever. Did you enjoy it that one time? Um, before you fell asleep, I just fell asleep. Mm. Pretty cool dreams. I don't remember. No, it was like no big deal <laughs> at all. I do remember this for sure. Got a contact high once because yeah. my buddies were smoking grass in the car, and I I was driving, and we were going to get Chinese food, and it was like right where the four hundred five and the one hundred one merge, which is a Oof. death trap anyway. Yeah. And we were in the far left lane, and they were smoking grass back and forth. And then I started laughing. They were like, why are you laughing? I was trying to merge. And I'm like, I can't feel my hands. And we just went across like four lanes. And then everybody was laughing like, hey, we might die. <laughs> and I was like, that's why I don't smoke grass. This yeah. is like yeah. the best don't do drugs ad ever, I think. Yeah. Well, but I think it's neat. I think you should. <laughs> like, I'm glad, I'm glad people do it. I, I like being around get more into it. What's neat about it? But like it makes people happier, yeah, and they're mellow. more mellow, mm-hmm. and they're like they. I like when people like the the when they smoke the type of grass where the laugh is half out. Like when people look at you like this, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like the laugh is half. They're like ah, it's the best. Yeah. Just so you know, there was an anticipatory mouth open grin on Steve's face <laughs> when he said, "When people look like this, yeah, like the laugh is half out. Like mm-hmm. that same look. So if somebody makes like homemade." food and they want you to take a bite and they give you that look like huh isn't this right i like when people are just like that and they just want to hang out and have laughs because that's all i want to do i wish i had gotten into smoking weed when i was younger you're all right feel like it would have saved me some trouble along the way what trouble just like feeling like drinking was the only thing to do and it's not right you know um the first time i ever smoked weed i was or grass i guess or pot or yeah mary jane um Sister Sledge, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I uh, I was like 18. I was in college, which in my mi- in my mind means it was way late to start mm-hmm. smoking. Um, and I was at a party at somebody's house, and everybody was way more experienced with it than I was. So they were passing a bong around, and I didn't want to be like, how do I do this? Right. What, what am I supposed to do here? Because that would have been I wasn't cool. Because I didn't have yeah. like being cool. Yeah. So much pressure. It's the worst. So I took the bong and I was like, yeah, man, I'm cool. I'll do it. <laughs> and I like, immediately in. inhaled the lit <laughs> marijuana. Oh. Like I didn't smoke out of the t- I was like. <laughs> oh. Oh. And they were like, yeah, this guy's cool. <laughs> He's crazy, man. So, it had exactly the result I was looking for. Nice. Which was for everybody friends. to think I was cool. Yeah, everybody yeah. just wants friends. Um, and then and then I actually worse. did, you know, somebody showed me how to do it, and I smoked and got high and um, was kind of lying back on, my, on the couch at the party with everybody was just like so high sitting around in a circle, and this guy i'll just say guy i knew uh named kevin blake who was on the <laughs> lacrosse team uh 
thought it would be hilarious to slam his hand down on my thigh because uh. I didn't know what was happening uh, because he was really funny and thought that physical violence was hilarious because he was is. a lacrosse player. They're usually and, very understanding guys. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool bunch of fellas. Um, but that was not fun for me, so I was like, I associated that with it. Uh, danger. That. So I was like, I didn't want to, didn't want to do it. Got really into coke my senior year, but really, that's college. Weird. Uh, See, I really have into... the weird, like I've still never done coke. Oh, I have, it's great. I have the like dare. Oh, co- instilled in me. And yeah. I think also because Phil Hartman, I don't think I could ever do that. Oh, man. Rest in peace, Phil. I keep being so a bummer. Let's <laughs> well, focus on the laughs he brought us, huh? Uh, you, but Phil. I do have a, I have a pipe sitting on my, uh, on my face pipe once thing. in a while. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I have a pipe on my coffee table and a grinder and weed and, you know. What's the grinder do? He grinds up the pot. Makes it really oh. fine. And so you can put in joints smoke. and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Alex, I need your help. <laughs> um, all right, well, this feels like a good place to take a break. So, did you have some more to say? Not Go for worth it. it. Yeah. But um, sometimes my roommate and her boyfriend will like be sitting in the living room getting high and watching a movie, and I'll come down and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll sit and watch this a little bit. And it's so funny what they're like, whoa, about. And mm-hmm. like her boyfriend often will like pause it. I think it's just his personality anyway, but it, I think it's accentuated by being high. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, did you see that one guy in the background? And he'll like pause <laughs> it. And <he'll> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. Uh, did you have something else? <laughs> no? Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna, let's create the perfect moment. We'll be back in a moment with more stuff. I'm going to throw you down a well. That was organic. <laughs> Rugula, no one? Yeah, I'm going to have a poppy seed one. Please. Is it poppy seed? Yeah, there's one in there. Hey, everybody, this is Mike Kaplan at A Fake Voice. You're listening with your real ears to the Long Shot Podcast. We are back. You are listening to The Long Shot. It is a podcast. It's a segment on the show that we like to call Parting Shots. I just want to give a shout-out to Mac, who declined to do a Parting Shot tonight, but was kind enough to come here and watch our show. He's listened to the program once or twice before. Um, That's a funny thing when people come and listen to the recording of the show. I love it. Yeah, it's fun because it's like, oh, there's a real person. We're not just (laughs) We're not in a treehouse pretending to be DJs. (laughs) Right. Uh, although the studio is in a treehouse. Mm-hmm. That's, <laughs> that the best would be part awesome. I hate that fucking ladder. <laughs> <That's why laughs> pull up the ladder. Pull up the ladder. <laughs> no um, girls allowed. No girls allowed. Mm. Uh, okay. Let's start tonight with me. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I have two parting shots. The first is a compliment, and the second is a compliment. <laughs> um, but not to anyone here. Uh, no, the first one is, Jamie, I listened to the beginning of the last episode. I thought you nailed the perfect amount of reverb on the intro for the <laughs> first time I've ever heard. 
was like, oh, okay, that fits and it makes sense and it works. So I knew if I stuck with it, that reverb would pay off. Mm -hmm. It was just, um, it was just right. I was like, okay, that that compliment is reverberating right now through (laughs) my heart. Is is, I'm sorry, (laughs) say again. It's reverberating through my heart. Um, And then here's the second thing is. (laughs) <laughs> and you're going to think I'm plugging something, but I'm not. I don't get paid for these plugs. Is it Sonos again? No. It's actually something called Blue Apron. Are you familiar with this service? It sounds familiar. Is that the pre-made dinner? It's not like pre-made, pre- but it's like they aside. give you all yeah. the ingredients. They sell you aprons. And, and they blue. Yeah. So, anyway, that's it. No, you're uh, doing it. I think those things are great. Uh, Farm fresh to your door. Oh, my God, you guys. All <laughs> natural. Nothing processed, organic, uh, hormone-free, and very inexpensive. I don't understand. Am I not looped in on these emails? And I don't know what they're telling the delivery people, but they are so polite. And actually, it's as if they're happy to be. And if you ever have to get in touch with customer service, they get right back to you. I'm freaking out. I noticed that too. I remember. No, the reason I the reason I say that is because I have started doing this thing, and they deliver this box once a week that has six meals inside it. It's actually supposed to be three meals for two people. I live by myself. I work a lot, way too much. So ninety percent of the time, I'm like buying shitty food in the middle of the night. Yeah. But now, if I really focus, and it definitely takes work Mm because they say, oh, this will take 25 to 35 minutes. It takes me – that means it's going to take me like an hour to an hour and a half. But you'll get better at it. I think so. I don't have – I don't – my brain doesn't like – like it says, do this. And you're like, what does that mean? No, no, no. I I do it and then it says – while that's happening, do this like, other oh, thing, and I'm like, oh, oh, shit, I'm already a step away, <laughs> you know? I just think in a very linear way, so I don't you get to, to the next step. You have to read through the whole thing once, but and even then when I start... even when I do that, oh. I don't remember it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, right, I was supposed to free, the I was supposed to free thaw the thing fall. Um, <laughs> but when I do it, it's great. First of all, it's reasonably healthy. I think. It's like 10 bucks a meal, which is m- less than I would pay for a goddamn hamburger on my way home at night. And and it's like fresh. It's like vegetables. And, and stuff. for me, I cook it. And then the next night, I know I can just come home and eat the other one that's in the fridge. And I'm like, that's, it's such a relief. That's because value I get home. you can't put like Tonight. You know? Knowing you have food is one of the best feelings in tonight life. Tonight, I'm going home. And I know I'm going to have an awesome meal. The best. And I cooked two last <laughs> night. So I have choices tonight. Thank you. Yeah, that's such a good no. feeling. <laughs> now, where can people learn more about Blue Apron? Oh if you go to blueapron.com no. and enter the code Jamie Flam, <laughs> you'll get no discount at all. In fact, it's going to break your browser. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Where did you hear about that? I don't even know where I heard it. I think I heard somebody talking about it at Ask Cat one time or something, and then I saw it pop up on my computer you know some ad on my computer and i was like, oh, like we know that this was in a conversation because this is, that is the how the computer works now yeah <laughs> um but here's the thing i didn't know about it and i heard about it and i tried you know it, about it and i and i <laughs> no, i love it and it's like why shouldn't i Full tell circle. people why shouldn't i tell people about things i love so that they know about them too totally it's the same way i feel about ship novels and you don't give me a well you give me a hard time for that but you don't think it's that i'm being paid off by the ship well, novel cause industry like, cuz it's like ship novels is a it's weird to just keep saying a brand name over and over again because you talking about blue apron yeah cuz we're so what Jamie was commenting on i feel like very accurately at the beginning of the episode 
episode that we live in this commercial. But there's in- so much shit out there, and you're overwhelmed with shit all the time. And I'm telling you, as their national spokesman, you can rely <laughs> on Blue Apron. Would this face lie to you? <laughs> it definitely explains the Blue Apron anyway. <laughs> no, that's for 420. It oh, <laughs> um, is more of a teal. All right. Well, that's been parting shots. So. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Good night. Amber, uh-huh. parting shots. Okay, I'm going to just, uh, I wasn't going to, but whatever. I want to, so I'm going to mm-hmm. talk more about Better Call Saul. Sure. Because I'm I'm listening to these Better Call Saul insider podcasts. They're paying you, aren't they? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're fascinating. It's um, the creators and the writers and then an editor and then maybe a director and maybe an mm-hmm. actor from... <laughs> So episode. a bunch of people who work on the show is the way you could say that? Correct. Okay. But it's interesting. Like, not every – maybe not the podcast I listen to. Maybe I'm ill-informed. But I don't necessarily hear insight on things from the editor's mouth, from mm. the writer's mouth. And it's interesting. And I think what gets me even more pumped about this show while listening to this insider podcast mm. is that every single person who's on this podcast – like, sometimes they're just, like, jacking each other off a little bit too much. Do not a, like to listen to those no. podcasts. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, get your hand off my Paul McCartney. <laughs> like, like, it's like a solid 20 minutes of like, no, you're the best. No, you're the best. And But that's show business. I mean, that's how people are well, in show And also, business. I believe them because mm-hmm. it, it's a really good show. Because they're saying it. Yeah. Yeah. So it must be true. But it's like, I'm like, yeah, 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 you're all the best. Like, let's talk about mm-hmm. the show. Um, but like the editor, the writer, the producer the director the director the actors the creator the creator they're all so invested and detail oriented when it comes to the show like no one has the attitude of like it's not my job like they Mm. so it's like the opposite of our show (laughs) kind of (laughs) but um it was really inspiring and like whoa what would it be like to like care about your job that much that's like a really depressing way of looking at it i guess no, for me I get it. but i was just like whoa and just to be like that charged up and to like work your ass off maybe for 20 hours in a day but you know that you're putting out this amazing show mm-hmm. i don't know it just was like ooh, how do i how do i get in on that yeah it's interesting i mean i'm just thinking about it in terms of the job that i do which i think i'm incredibly detail-oriented and focused and have a very clear vision of what I want. But sometimes I have to go, first of all, it's not my show. And second of all, there's things I have to let go just for the sake of getting through the process. Mm. Right. And I think that's probably true of these people too. It's like you have to decide Mm -hmm. when you're going to really sink your teeth in or your feet, or whatever you sink All in. All the things. When you when you're going to sink in the quicksand, and when you're just going to go, you know what? It's not worth the time and energy mm-hmm. to keep fighting that. Well, it's interesting because they kept talking about how, like, and everyone was remarking like it was a not normal process of how collaborative it is, mm-hmm. how everyone's input is important, and there isn't like a. Um, like a power hierarchy. I mean, I'm sure there is, but everyone feels very... I'm sure the PAs feel the same way. Oh, I know. <laughs> but I, it seems like everyone feels like their ideas are 
valuable and mm-hmm. listened to and that they always go with what's best for the show and best for the story, whoever's idea it was. Mm-hmm. And they had so many people on there who was like, oh, yeah, I was a PA and now I'm one of the writers. Uh, like, mm-hmm. like, it really feels... Do they have anybody on who was like, I was a writer and now I'm a PA. So <laughs> I got it's not going well. They point. didn't have anyone who just was some weird girl who was obsessed with the show, who listened to it a lot, who magically got hired. Mm-hmm. But I was hoping that would happen. <laughs> Uh, so check out blueapron.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, real yes. quick. Yes. Piggybacking on your parting shot. Mm-hmm. I was so proud of myself, kind of going to um, what Jamie said and what you said. Mm-hmm. Well, then get to it. Of taking care of myself and, like, eating crap. Because mm-hmm. that's something that it's really hard when you're running around. You mm-hmm. just, like, eat garbage and then your body isn't fueled in the right way and it just... It's a vicious cycle. And remember, your body is a wonderland. And why I didn't shower tonight is because I, I went wondering. I went to the grocery store and got stuff so that I don't have to just run. Diet is very important. Yeah. Like, so there's actually, like you said, I don't have fancy blue apron, and I wish I did. But uh, I, I know that cause so often I go downstairs and I just open the cabinet and there's nothing there. Like, I don't know why magically I think there'll be something there. But they're they have now. these little things in there that are called like beef hemi demi semi gloss or something like that that you put in. It's like it's pretty magical. Hemi demi semi gloss. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't think that's right. But there's weird things in there. <laughs> there's weird things that I would never buy or know what they were. Right. And Blue Apron's like, we'll take like, care of you. It's like training wheels to cooking, kind of right. Right. It's like growing up in a household where you didn't have. Shake and bake chicken every night, you know. Or uh, I'm not talking about my house, but we did. Um, I'm or a place where you just ate communally with 200 people every mm-hmm. night and were was cooked for, so you don't know how to take care of yourself. Right, still, right. That's exactly it. <laughs> or two a extremes. Hut. Two extremes. <laughs> uh, Steve, parting shot. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm afraid to talk about food. The only thing I know about is food and family. Do you know about blueapron.com? That sounds interesting. I like to cook <laughs> myself, though. I like it. What do you cook? I, I like to cook Italian stuff. Oh, yeah. Fontanelle? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, you are the king of the callback. It's <laughs> tremendous. Everything. I made lasagna for Easter, and I was very Ooh. proud of myself for doing that. That's good. And it worked, and everybody ate it. Not easy to make lasagna. Um, wasn't that difficult. It's no? just time-consuming, right? Or yeah, no? it takes a lot of time. That's it. Like, the secret to Italian food, just the ingredients. Do you cook the, the noodles separately? Do you know what? I cheated with that. They, Barilla makes a specific noodle for lasagna. That you just pour everything on top of? Well, it's like a hard noodle, so mm-hmm. they're easier to line up. So that saves you, like, all the pain in the ass. Hard noodle? Easy noodle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made You write the copy for Barilla, right? Have you tried Barilla? <laughs> it's amazing. Dude, I did find a great Italian deli in the valley, finally, after years and years. Where? I want to give them a shout-out. It's on Ventura. It's mm-hmm. called Domingo's. It's the best. Mm-hmm. Three of the best sandwiches I've ever had in L.A. They're meatball, their chicken parm, and their roast beef. Not Oof. easy to find out here. No. Imp- near impossible. Although Subway. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly, like, you go in there and you go, wait, this could- I thought it was divine intervention how I found it. Mm-hmm. I was out, and then I just got a feeling, Jesus and I saw it. Yeah, honestly. And then I walk, dude, they have a Danny DeVito headshot, a Sinatra headshot, and then uh, one of Lucky Luciani in there. So I'm like, oh, that's this the is, real shit. It's the real deal. <laughs> it's the, and you go Madonna back. And it, <laughs> it smells like the East Coast. You mm-hmm. go in there and you go, okay, this, this mm-hmm. is wonderful. And everybody there is so nice. I'm going to have to check that out. I have to out. check that out too. I recommend it. 
Uh, Jamie, parting shots. Sure. I um, I am um, going back to what you were talking about, about people being invested in their jobs. Mm-hmm. I had a kind of a formative weekend. Um, it also involved pot. By the way, this is a, with a weird. <laughs> it's been a weird four or five days. Um, but um, I I ate another. Did you just say it's been a weird thirty-seven years? Thirty-eight. <laughs> no, thirty-eight. Okay. No, there was one year that was. Fine. <laughs> no, yeah, I think um, f- uh, fifteen. <laughs> More awkward than weird. Um, but yeah, so I ate um, weed again on Saturday night. Mm. And I went to the improv. And Oof, don't go to your job. What are you <laughs> doing? Hey, Jamie, what are you doing here, man? It I was... thought tonight was the night off. <laughs> Sounds like Dan Aykroyd in Trading Places <laughs> when they're on the train. <laughs> Highly Selassie, man. <laughs> it's so good. So... But like again, you can't gauge how this stuff's going to work in your body, and this, that's the why I'm like I was mad at myself earlier. It's like, why did you make that mistake again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but Saturday it, w- it was all good. It was like there was you know a point when I, I showed up and I was still pretty not stoned, but as it was starting to grow, I was like just interacting with people, and I was like, this is fun and being in the moment. Um, but so we had Duncan Trussell who does a podcast, mm-hmm. and um, they did a live version at the Improv, and. Um, the show started, and it was so inspiring. The show started with um, him leading every, everyone in the audience in a three-minute just ohm, which at the Hollywood Improv on a Saturday night. Yeah, and he, he even ballsy. said before, and he was like, um, you know, we're going to be doing this ohm, and it's going to be to the point where we're all very uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> we're going to be doing this ohm. I'm going to be in charge. Um, ohm. Um, and I was looking around the room, like, seeing, like, what are people thinking of this? And, you know, 90% of them were, you know, fans of his podcast who knew that it was going to be part of it. Um, but me not expecting it, and even looking around. And, and by the way, like, he's, you know, people were sending around, like, a – it wasn't incense per se, but, like, a big wooden burning thing that mm. had sense. I think that's <laughs> incense, bro. Like, a big, like, a piece of wood? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it was a big Might have been a torch. Of, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, like, looking at what was happening at the improv that night, and – it was like something new and different, and it inspired me. I, you know how not rigid I've become. I'm I continue to try to bring the best I can, but you you've created a box that doesn't need to be there. Or just going back to where I was, kind of like a mine. And <laughs> yes, no, I think we're all guilty of that. Of like, you think like there's one way to do things, and so it's nice to be inspired by people that you're like, oh right, you could do whatever the fuck mm. you want. Well, that and that's how I felt like a year and a half ago. I was just much more. Just, invested and, and creatively excited about the stuff that was happening there and not that there hasn't been some great things but I don't know that and then on Friday night we had a show called Setlist the world will grind you down by the way I know mm. well it continues to like, keep getting back up yeah um, which might be stupid but no um, that's all you can do that's all you can do that's how yeah. you win so I'm getting back up again but, and then Setlist on Friday which is Tori Conrad that produces the show I assume you've done that mm-hmm and which is a fantastic show. I've seen it a, num- a number of times. It's improvised stand-up sets, but the the night um, that ten o'clock show on Friday night was it was electric in that room, and it was a vibe I haven't felt like in so long. And you know, just the improvising and you guys I- usually use solar power, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the shows. experiment with new forms of electricity um, <laughs> was exciting. But anyway, it was really cool and it inspired me. And so I'm back in a, a new place of fuck. You know, I've been searching for a venue for the last couple of years, and I finally almost had it. But all along, I still have this fucking platform. Right. The yeah. answer was right in front of your face. Yeah. <laughs> you got to no get back like up. Yep. That's life. 
That's what people say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, on that note, Steve. Yes, sir. Could you uh, give us some okay. sort of nugget of <laughs> truth, some sort of uh, wisdom, some sort of fucking... Guiding principle. Guiding principle. I know you have many in your life that you would impart to us and our listeners. Uh, honestly, I, uh, it all comes down to love. That's it. Every problem in life is your ability to give and receive it. So Ugh, Love, love, love. love. It's so true. That's what Simon and Garfunkel said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have that? Okay. <laughs> I remember everything that was said. Or it's so perfect. Because <laughs> I never smoked pot. <laughs> uh, Steve, thank you so much for being here. Where can people find you? Uh, I have a podcast here on ATC called Good Times. I would love all you, you guys. Were yeah. the, I feel like I made buddies. Yes. Yeah. So I would love it if you guys came on and we just Absolutely. focus on the positive stuff. Like, sure. And, oh. I call it self help through nostalgia. That's all I do is focus on. The no, you got, bro. You're cool. <laughs> I feel it. I feel you. It's amazing. You got. This was really a wonderful experience. Thank you so much for doing it. T- say the name of it again. It's called Good Times, and people can find it on uh, allthingscomedy.com. Yep. And my uh, website simplyawesomesteve.com. All my comedy show dates are on that. Nice. Simplyawesomesteve.com. Awesomesteve.com. Yeah. Or just awesome. <laughs> just, it's, oh man, it's, now it's, it's so good. Begins with an A. Awesomesteve.com. Somebody stole my name. Begins with an A. Awesomesteve.com. <laughs> By the way, you said someone stole your name. I went to register flamtasia.com. Uh-huh. It's taken. That's insane. You can have it for eight hundred right. bucks. Ten right, thousand right, right. dollars. Yep. Well, eight hundred bucks. I was trying to imply that. Who the fuck else has a Plantasia? Me. Do you really? Mm -hmm. Uh, Folks, this has been the Long Shot Podcast. Thank you so much, Steve, for being here. Tonight's show sponsored by Bloodline on Netflix, (laughs) starring Kyle Chandler from Friday Night Lights. Check it out; it's amazing. We'll see you next time on the Long Shot. Bye bye. Thank you, dude. That was so much. For past and future episodes of The Long Shot Podcast, join us online at thelongshotpodcast.com. Hey, everybody. What's going on? This is Paul McCartney. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Welcome to the <laughs> 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 All right, this is for real.